Grimcast Manila is a podcast of creepy stories from around the metro. I'm your scaredy cat host, Antoinette, and I love a good ghost story. In this episode, we're talking to Maui, filmmaker and video editor by trade, Team Lenny Teamster, and managing partner of Playground Inc. Welcome to the show, Maui. Hi! Thank you for having me. I'm very glad to be here. Charm! Yay! Crowd cheers. Um, Why am I here? So funny story, Maui and I really just met during the pandemic and have only Mm -hmm. met once in person, but have seen each other every week since, since we met. Because he is also part of the other show, uh, other podcast we have on Big Baby called Dead Air. And Mm -hmm. Maui is our um, all-around producer, helper, slash keeping us sane person (laughs) on dead air. So, yay. I'm glad you've come on and uh, spending a little bit of time with me to hopefully creep me out this evening. Oh, yeah. Very glad to be here and excited to do that. I will. Let's see. I hope that my story does creep you out or should I not hope that it creeps you out because that know. causes problems we'll see <laughs> we'll see how this works out I mean um, you'll be hearing from me if if, if it if it goes south <laughs> well um, well um, not to jump ahead uh-huh. of, the, of the conversation but you know my my history with them uh-huh. has caused other people inconvenience so so you know, maybe maybe we should do the cleansing, you know, the the cleansing the, ritual after just to be on the safe side. Yeah, the sure, yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Thanks, thanks. So Richie. for the for, for for the audience members who don't know what we're talking about, you know, it's a cleansing ritual to make sure that um, we do not uh, retain any negative energies. Yeah. From, from the beyond. Or, you know, we end the conversation with um, unicorns and rainbows. I mean… Oh, yeah. Sure. We can do can that too. <laughs> anyway. That too. I, have a, I have a daughter. So, unicorns and rainbows are are a, nor- a common topic. I thought you were going to say something like, I've seen a unicorn before. I'm like, whoa. Well. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> anyway. No, no, no. Um, anyway. <laughs> so, I mean, jumping right into it, what started your interest in stuff like this? Have you always been sort of interested in like stuff that's like spooky? I know you're in a horror podcast with us, but yeah. has this been like an ever since type thing? Well, hmm. Um, I've always been a, I've always been a quote unquote strange kid. Like I remember, uh, I remember always being fascinated with with horror, like well, later on in my life, there was there's a big hole in my life from mid twenties up until last year or two years ago, where I avoided horror at all costs. I don't know why my tolerances went down. But prior to that, um, I would watch anything horror alone or with my parents. It didn't matter. Wow, brave! Like, I would be, I like I would be terrified. For days afterwards, like hiding under covers, <laughs> not being able to sleep. But when the movie's there, I'd watch it. I'd watch, of course, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh, yes. Yeah. I'd watch the latest offering on ABS-CBN every 11 p.m. You know, there's, mm. they always show a movie mm-hmm. like late Friday night, something. You want to shake your ass and roll. Yeah, local uh. or foreign. I'd yeah. watch that. Every Halloween, I'd watch Maganda Gabibayan. Of course. Even though it freaked me the hell out, you know. It's like, super I've freaks me been, out. I mean, I've always liked the thrill. Like I remember mm. being so fascinated by mm-hmm. by the feeling. And I think that's because and then and we'll, we will I, I guess you have to parse, help me parse mm. this line of thinking better. But when I was a kid, 
I had like the line between reality and fantasy was very mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Like I had lucid dreams almost every night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I would wake up, like I would actually wake up and I still remember those nights. They were so vivid. Mm-hmm. I would actually wake up in the middle of the night with the dream still going on in my head, superimposed mm-hmm. onto reality. Whoa. That's how, yeah. And this was, this carried on until I was like seven or eight. Right. Very late. So, you know, so like the, like the fascination and my dreams were always so, so weird, like um, walking down like a long flight of stairs mm-hmm. um, in the complete darkness and feeling fingers grabbing me from grabbing me from below and then shaking me awake, you know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I'd feel violently, violently, physically shocked. Mm. You know, dreams like that or being chased by dolls, what? black hooded figures. This is me as a six-year-old and below. That's so stressful. Like as a six, where are you getting these images as a six-year-old? I have no idea. I, I don't know. And you know, and I, I, I was so used to it. I remember being so used to it. When I dreamed that, oh, okay, I had that dream again. And then I'd fall back to sleep. So you would or have dreams several times? Like sometimes they would repeat themselves? Uh, yeah. Like my all my dreams are recurring. I don't have unique things. Mm. Like or like a dream would like a new dream would manifest itself in the same place as the one. Like from in a previous, like I dream the same places over and over again. Interesting. Until now. Yeah. Until now. Like they're just variations of this one gigantic place. But they all exist in one one space. That's how I perceive my dreams. It's just one big cavern where everything happens. That's anywho. actually pretty cool. <laughs> and can be very terrifying. Yeah. Like um, I had, I think, I think, you know, you know, you know how we don't really, how we didn't really get diagnosed for anything. Whether yeah. you're not neurotypical or depressed or what. I think I had sleep paralysis. Hmm. Extreme sleep paralysis at that. What does extreme um, mean? Because I mean, we, we've all sort of experienced it like in lighter ways, I guess, or one way or another. Like um, I reached a point where I could actually control what I was dreaming while I had sleep paralysis. Like I could control it. Like uh-huh. it was this weird form of lucidity. Well, I knew I was dreaming while not being able to mm-hmm. move. Paranganon. Uh-huh. And you know, the typical, I could see the black orbs, the black fuzzy orbs floating above my head or feel it touching my skin. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, lots of that. That was very normal for me when I was a kid. So so horror movies was just like a small, 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 small aspect of that. Right, right. It was just right. a more, more coherent, like a more coherent expression of my almost daily experiences. Grab it. Almost daily. I don't, I don't know how to feel. Like, I guess if that's your life, I, uh, that's, I mean, that's it. Like, they're, yeah. what are you going to do? But like, I can't imagine, like, I feel like I would be so stressed if that happened to me every day. Well, well, it, it if it's, I guess if it's what you, it's all you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, but looking back, if I, if that were hap- to happen to me again with that intensity, mm. I'd seek help. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you know how kids are. They just get used. They can get used to anything. That's how pliable kids are. Yeah. But, you know, look like anyway. See, sorry, but I'm I'm getting way ahead of this conversation. <laughs> okay, but I mean, dovetailing from that, do you yeah. believe in ghosts? Mm, yeah. Okay. Or I am I am wavering between agnostic in all in all respects, uh, religious. Mm-hmm. Philosophical, mm-hmm. um, and we live in the Philippines, so you know, ghosts yeah. are 
part of our culture, you know, wavering between agnostic and spiritual. Mm-hmm. I mean, I definitely believe that there is something there, but I'm also very rational mm-hmm. a person. So maybe what my experiences were when I was a kid were chemical imbalances. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I'm really not neurotypical. Or maybe I'm channeling something. I don't know. I mm-hmm. don't know for certain. But I'm open to the possibility. I've 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 seen things. I've dreamt certain things which make me believe that mm-hmm. they do exist. Right. And it's more mundane than we want us. We that then we romanticize mm-hmm. ghosts. You know, parang ganon. No, you know that I, I, that's super interesting that you say that. Napayang it's more mundane than we romanticize because I did have a season where all I like all the people that I talked to had third eyes. And for them, it was just like, I mean, that's their everyday and it wasn't like anything super special for them. Like, eh, there you go again, Mr. Mumu. (laughs) Exactly. It's just like an itch, you know, it's the more you scratch it, the more, the the, the worst it gets. Yeah. Or, like the Beautiful Minds, the movie, right? The hallucinations don't really go away. They just fade into the background. To yeah. become more manageable over time. Um, you know, it's just, they're just there, existing, living their own whatever lives they are living. Yeah, it's kind of like a coexisting is. situation, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because so, no, uh, that, that's how, that's what I believe. Like, if I were to be asked if I believe in ghosts, my belief is not really a yes or a no, but it's more of, I'm so, I'm pretty sure that we're not the only things like around. And yeah. um, to to say that we're the only things that are sentient or like just occupying the space is is arrogance that we shouldn't have. And, Mm-mm. you know, like we should be prepared to share. <laughs> True. Or even to expand on what you just said. Like, we don't even really know for sure. And, you know, there's literature to back it up. That we don't, we're not even completely sure what, or rather there's a lack of literature to mm. back it up. That we're not even sure what, consciousness is yep or like how how the electrical signals in my brain big um translate from from like physical stimuli to me mm. to the i to the to the me who to the i who makes decisions and is thinks that it's myself like me and you know what what is consciousness right we have there we have we don't know for certain so for all we know we're like i would like to imagine sometimes that we're really just uh, transceivers, receivers, yeah. and transmitters. We're actually just meat popsicles controlled by something else. Could be a soul. Could be something that's in another plane. I, I don't know. But it could just be like that. Then. Uh, you know, we're, our brains really aren't where the final consciousness resides. It's elsewhere. Yeah, we maybe. Know. Who knows? Maybe. I mean, we could all be actually at the end of the day controlled by mushrooms. Who knows, man? <laughs> Mushroom. No, because I just saw the Fantastic Fungi um, documentary on like Netflix, and apparently, like there's like this huge neural network in forests, and it's like all made yes. of mushrooms, and like that yes. that pathway, pairing that pattern is the same as like certain patterns in the universe. So I'm like, yeah. what if we're all just mushrooms? I don't know. <laughs> I don't it's know. Kind of a strange off tangent leaf, but maybe, maybe. Who knows, maybe. man. Or maybe we're the viruses, like destroying the mycelial network. You know what? The mushroom. We could go off tangent into Star Trek and how they use this, but we won't do that because we're going to take so long. <laughs> anyway, um, coming back to the conversation. So when was the first time you had anything creepy happen? I do not remember anymore. Mm-hmm. 
Um, the first time though, it was a dream. It's always like most of my creepier experiences are dreams. Mm-hmm. And this becomes important like, later on when okay. you ask me about the thing that I told you about okay. a few months back. The creep, my creepiest dream was when I was four or five. Wow. I dreamt that I was in my nursery. Mm. Nursery is four, right? Or five. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, I, by nursery, you mean school, nursery school. Nursery okay. preschool, yeah. So I was in my nursery. I was in my nursery school. That I dreamt I was there. And I was chasing one of my classmates, this girl. Mm-hmm. Who I guess I had a crush on. I don't know. I don't know mm-hmm. how kids' emotions work anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> I was chasing this girl through the school. Uh-huh. And then I was running really fast. And I was run and the school for some reason was this maze of old stuff, uh-huh. of a lithograph, of an abandoned piano, stacks of books. You mm-hmm. know how dreams distort reality that way. And yeah. then finally she busts through this door and the door closes. It's this narrow door. And when I open the door, it's the bathroom, or rather the toilet. Mm-hmm. facing me and then I look down on the toilet and there's this doll this uh-huh. porcelain this perfectly formed porcelain version of that of that girl looking back up at me and in then for the, the longest toilet time or like sitting on the toilet or like what? Um, under the water what? It's like suddenly the poo yeah like like looking up at me like it's she's in this I mean it's not really a toilet anymore it's this big pool of water with uh-huh. a white, in a white, white basin and there's this porcelain doll child doll looking up at me and then the dream just stretches on to infinity me staring off staring at that doll lang forever and then I wake up what? <laughs> <laughs> that's oh. what and I and I still remember that dream until now that's so crazy I mean like people barely even have memories from when they were that young and you're Laugh remembering gaps. your dreams I remember my dreams I remember dreams where um, the world was ending by way of major earthquake, like the sky was red and the ground was falling from beneath my feet and I could feel it. I could mm. feel the rubble hitting my head and you know, stuff like that. Like, um, and it was very, it was always vivid. Like it's, it's strange now considering these are dreams and you're not supposed to remember dreams. Well, yeah. I mean, you do sometimes, but like, honestly, I have never heard anyone remember them as vivid and as long as you have. Yeah, mm, I don't know. But there, I've, I think it's because my dreams always recur. Like, I mean, there's there's always, uh. they always have, this, like they always happen in, um, like one of my favorite places that I always dream about. It's like this underground, um, like this underground city. Mm-hmm. It's like, it looks like Kowloon, you know, like how they, they portray Kowloon in mm-hmm. those cheap, Action movies, seeing like um, neon signs, mm-hmm. um, very narrow corridors and narrow alleys, but you could see all the way to like 10 floors above mm-hmm. and there's no sky. Yeah. Like endless highways under the ground. But again, I always dream stuff like that. Or mm. um, this house with a giant greenhouse. I, I realized that what I'm talking about isn't really scary anymore, but yeah. jumping into like dream imagery. Na, we're setting but, the scene. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, we are setting the scene. But yeah, like um, like always, my dreams always happen in the same places. I always dream about Baguio. I always dream about mm. um. I always dream about like, but once I always dream about the same places. Moods they always leave a fe- certain feeling on me afterwards. Mm-hmm. But one thing that never seems to be the same, with the you know exception of family and friends, mm-hmm. is I always dream about 
new people. What do you mean? Um, I always meet our, uh, yeah, with the exception of, you know, now my wife or um, used to be my, my parents mm. or my brothers. Mm. Like the people I meet in my dream are always people who I've never met in real mm. life. And they always have something to say and I never remember. Yeah, I never remember what they say. But a large chunk of my dreams is usually conversations with them. That you don't remember. And, but I don't remember. And looking back like, oh my gosh, this always happened to me when I was a kid. And that thing that happened to me later on <laughs> becomes… You know, that's becomes, super… Uh, that's that's pretty interesting because there's I remember reading a theory somewhere that um, you never dream of a face you've never seen, and if in your dream you see a face that you don't remember that you've seen, it's a ghost that you've seen. Well, is that well, aligned well. with what we're gonna talk about? Kinda, it kinda is. There okay. are okay now. Like bookmark this thought. There are two incidents that I want to talk about. Okay. One which does not have a conclusion, but it ties in to the second one mm-hmm. simply because of what I was doing at the time. Okay. All right. So, okay. So let's start off with the first one of those that you want to talk about. Okay. Um, back in college, because I would to set this up out. Back in college, I met a few people, like-minded people who who would warn me, you know, now what I like what I was experiencing might not be purely psychological or, you know, I have to be careful. Cause I like by by college I was fascinated by the occult, by the spiritual. Mm. Mm. You know, like I um I heard about like certain abilities that like the question questors would have. Mm-hmm. And you know, I like I had this mild interest in it. And mm. Um, of course, that came. There came the warning that having mm-hmm. your third eye open mm-hmm. comes with certain amounts of risk. Mm-hmm. There would be horror stories of uh, families that are. Um, I know this. I know. I know someone. I'm not gonna name who. Who mm. who was haunted by a succubus? What? Like a family? Like this? Like oh, he, no. he? He and his mom. He and his mom have their third eyes open. Okay. And. Parang like the lucky to, diba? And yeah. kind of like a 20-something horny <laughs> male being mm. attacked by a succubus was 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 it was draining him, like he was yeah. always sickly. Oh, and then finally, na na nanay niya, the mom could see yeah. the succubus across the street from their house. Yeah. And she, yeah, she she told the she parang she drove it away somehow. And then you hear stuff like that, or like me capre sa labas ng bahay na yeah, yeah. Malis, And then you 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 hear you always hear the warning that you know if you don't want them to notice you don't heed them don't they give them attention pansinin. yeah don't give them attention and you know um para me being agnostic me always being agnostic and uh, suspiciously not neurotypical mm. <laughs> I, I just. <laughs> Let it. I just let things happen if they happen, and right. and you know, like my my my, and it would manifest with this weird empathy back then. Uh, I'm not sure now because especially since I closed my eye, uh, like I could I could read people mm-hmm. if I tried really hard. Like I once guessed a person's family situation oh. just by just by looking at them. 
and uh-huh. I found out that they that they didn't have a dad anymore. Yeah. Not because he was dead, but because he re- like the guy left the house, ganyan, ganyan. and whether I could read the person's personality properly or I could tell, like I could empathize with them, whatever. Uh, I figured it out, and I could figure that out with people before. Uh-huh. Now I don't even try because I don't want to. Nakapagod so, yeah. na. It is like it's like it takes an intense amount of concentration to find things out about the person without knowing. And I I was always like most of the time I was right. Mm-hmm. Most of the time I could figure things out, and people would be surprised. I'm like, hey, you know this this could cool be trick. useful. Yeah, cool trick, right? And then. Um <laughs> and then no, but it sounds I like graduated. It, it kinda sounds like yeah, go. empathy plus plus. Yes. But it had to be turned on. It had to be ah, a deliberate action. I it's see. not part of it it's not part of me. Not like like me de- being me default me mm. isn't really that empathic if I'm not deliberately trying to be. Ganon. So mm. so it's um it's an add-on. Right, right. I guess. Yeah. Okay, sorry, go on. Um, but yeah, like, uh, so you go to the, the, I, I, I'm not someone who, it's not part of my bag of tricks. Eh? I'm not someone who sees ghosts. Mm-hmm. I could feel them. Like I could, I'm, I feel very uncomfortable if they're around mm-hmm. and I could just tell and then but I'd be corroborated by someone. Mm. Uh, yep. There's something dito, ganyan, ganyan. Mm. Uh, but yeah, like moving on to like moving on after college, um, I was working in a post house, like an editing, like an mm-hmm. editing studio, like pretty much like a sound studio. You know, mm-hmm. it's quiet, it's dark. Mm-hmm. You work late hours, and it's an it was in, it's this old building in in near Greenbelt called Perea. It's Perea. Building. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. Really, really old building. Even really old, but you know, 60s, 70s. Hindi ako tumagal. Aside from the fact that nakaka burnout in trabaho, fresh out of college, tapos yeah. with commercials. Yeah. Um, every time I slept on the couch to recharge, mm-hmm. I woke up feeling more tired. Mm-hmm. And then apparently, one of my dreams, and this is just after trying to remember what I was doing, um, I dreamt that I was a, uh, I was in a hospital ward. Mm-hmm. And I was visiting an old man, and I wasn't the old man, or I was a yeah, I was visiting an old woman, mm-hmm. and I was someone else mm-hmm. in this old 1950s, 1960s looking hospital ward. Mm-hmm. And um, and I woke up feeling really sad, and knowing that knowing that this person died here, I can't quantify it, but mm-hmm. I had this impression that it, it really happened or this person really resided in this building for some reason. Oh, man. So, mm-hmm. like, looking at... Okay, disclaimer to your audience, I have no I have no evidence to prove that this is real. Mm-hmm. This is just my experiences piling onto each other mm-hmm. to form to reinforce this narrative that maybe there is something to, to my it. dreams. Yeah. Yeah, to my... Um, which is ironic now because my last um, my last experience, which made me close my eye, like made me ask someone to help close it, did not involve dreams at all. It involved a gap naman mm. in my memory. Wait, before not we move on dreams. though, so yeah. that, that dream that you woke up from, which was you were in a yeah. 1950s hospital and then you woke up terribly sad. What happened after that? Like you just kind of… Um, 
moved oh, on? Oh yeah, no, I asked like I asked some of the guards na. Hmm. Like pinakatira ba dito dating Apparently it was a like part some of the house, some of the buildings, some of the rooms were residences hmm. before and you know like people retired there. Sure. So I don't know. Didn't really push I really didn't push that hard. But by this point Yeah, but by, by this point I was kind of suspecting na, I was kind of suspecting that already na I was attracting the wrong kind of attention. Hmm. Which was warm, which was what my friend warned me about. Mm. If, you know, if you keep on doing this, if you keep on allowing them to ride on you, they mm. will ride on you, right? Because they will be they. Parang I don't know because they want to experience things through me, or they can only experience things through me. Whatever so, it is, this post house na bigat, Is this the only thing that happened to you there? It. I always had the weirdest dreams. Mm. Oh. Oh, I have one key detail about the dreams that I had. The dreams that I had there were different. From everything from that you used dream. to have. Yeah. Like How? normally when I… And um, like the hospital rooms. Uh-huh. Like with the whole white drapes falling from the ceiling. I never dream, used to dream about that. Right. Like it was drab. It was dry. It was… It felt like someone else. It didn't feel like me. It didn't feel like my underground or Baguio or… Mm-hmm. My greenhouse, you know, it didn't feel like any of that. It felt like someone else, and it felt exhausting. Mm. Like you're not supposed to feel that way when you sleep. You know, you're not supposed to feel like you just lived an entire life ah. while you were sleeping. Interesting. Yeah, and so yon, like it reached the head when um. Well, needless to say, the hot muggles are work then because it was yeah. exhausting for one reason or another. Mm-hmm. I became a freelancer. Mm-hmm. And that's when, and that led me to my final experience. Okay. Which, so should I go? Should I continue to my final yeah, experience? Yeah, go, go, go. Oh, so yeah. Okay. A year later, so I was freelancer now, or two years later, there was a project which needed me to um, bunk for a week with my director and another editor in this um, empty office space in in uh, Capitolio. Mm. And the reason being, it was a lot of videos. You know, we only had a week to produce five videos. So we Dang. decided to put all the computers yeah. and the director and the writers in one space. So we yeah. could all just churn it out. Huh? So it was this loft, this this loft with um, like a huge office. And in the middle was where all the com- computers were and made bunk bed done where anyone could sleep. And then, so that was the setup. And during this entire time, during this entire time that we were editing, I was always so tired. I don't know why. Like, could be, could have been the, bakadal aircon siya, so hindi naman siya mainit. Maybe it was the stress. I don't know. Like, I was just three years out of college. Could have been that. Okay. But I was always so tired. And um, and my birthday was coming up. Like, it was a okay. week. Like, we started Monday, ended Friday. My birthday was Friday. So mm-hmm. I had to finish… Everything. By Thursday. Yeah. By Thursday. Or, yeah, by Thursday. But the deadline was Friday. Mm. But the director knew, can I just finish everything a day mm. early so I can leave? So, yun. But for some reason, I could barely work. Like, I could barely finish my stuff. Like, I'd rend- like every time I'd render. Rendering is when you uh, have the computer collate everything that you edited and then turn it into one video. Mm-hmm. That's what rendering is. And so every time I'd render, which would take like 30 minutes to an hour, I'd nap. And then mm-hmm. I'd alarm it to coincide when it finishes. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you know, instead of like talking to my friends or talking to my director, I'd sleep. Wow. And um, 
during on my final day on the Thursday, Thursday morning, I was rendering my final batch of files. Mm-hmm. And uh, I decided to nap. Mm-hmm. So I told, I asked my my ed, my co-editor, please wake mm. me up in an hour because that's when that's that's when my end rendering finishes. Yeah. So I sleep. I sleep. Um, a dreamless sleep. Strangely enough, um, I wake up. I slept at eleven. Did I say eleven? I slept at eleven in the morning. Yeah, in the morning. Uh-huh. Slept at eleven. I woke up at two. In I slept two in the afternoon. Okay. So I slept longer. So it was um like a cot. Hmm. Uh, what do you call that? Um, the folding bed. Yeah. I wake up. But you are ginising. Oh yeah. But oh, nyari but you are ginising. You pata pus to say some video. Spang nagising ka man. Uh huh. Apparently, I stood up. I woke. Uh, I sat up the bed at around like an hour after I lay down. I sat sat up, looked around for like the longest time, like staring, not really listening to everyone. Bloodshot eyes. Okay. And then, and bloodshot eyes and just just staring at everyone intently. Parang head elsewhere. Uh-huh. I don't remember that. And this is like, there are like witnesses. <laughs> There's the director and the, um, the co-editor was there. The writer was there. It's parang, ginising ka namin. Nagising ka. It's parang, no I didn't. I don't remember that. Parang, were they trying like, to okay. talk to you? Or like, were you responding? Yeah. No, they were trying to talk to me and I wasn't responding. Like how specifically I forgot, but I remember that that they were trying to. Mayo okay lang. No, oh, parang you're like, dude. Yeah. Okay lang. Yeah, they were trying to like get me out of whatever funk I was in, and I was I was just there, like I sat yeah. up, and then apparently after a while, I laid back down and I went back to sleep, and then a few two hours later I woke up, none the wiser. So I finished my work. So oh well, whatever that was, like it's over. Sure. Finished my work, backed up my computer, went home. Mm. And then my birthday happened, and uh, my birthday happened, and I wasn't really talking to them because I was busy at my birthday, whatever, mm. right? And then so I called them the day after. Um, I called them the day after. I did not have a party except with my family. <laughs> That's mm. why they're not part of it. Yeah, but anyway, I called them up the day after. Oh, kamo stay event. It was for an event. Kamo stay yung event. That's, Pero hindi namin natapos yung videos. Bakit? Huh? Ano nangyari? At paano hindi nyo natapos? Nung pag-alis mo, ma- pag-alis mo para may nangyari. What? Parang, so ano nangyari? Parang yung video daw niya, hindi na daw niya ma-render. Like every time he rendered it. Nagahang or something. Um, there was this white thing in the middle of the frame that was distorting the image and it would it refused to go away. And this was so on everybody was else's like screen. Everybody else's. Everybody else's video. That's that just that one editor. Shalalang yun natire. Like okay. his like his video would render out wrong. Okay. Mm. So yeah, and then the okay shit. Baksira yung something ano or whatever. And then um a few like a few weeks later, uh, yung the editor in Kausakuen. A few weeks later, I talked to the directors. But oh, what happened? Hmm. And then she was reluctant. Na Maui, bakakumunan bumalik sa sa place na yun. Or kumunan bumalik sa amin. Like to work with them or yeah, like bakit or like bakumunan bumalik sa place na yun. Na kumunan bumalik sa Kapitolyo. Okay. Parang bakit? 
Kasi may yung video diba nasira is nag-fail yung project. Like, they apparently had to redo it. Like, they had to... Ah, my editor friend was able to save the project by bringing his project home and rendering it at home and it started to work. With the same worked. machine? With the same machine. Huh? Okay, yeah. okay, so, okay. So, he... Uh, so, they... So, si Derek, after the project, with an empty office na, kasi wala nang gamit dun, temporary hmm. office lang siya. The empty office, he... He, she brought along her driver who happened to be a mangkukulam. What? Yeah. What? Because strange shit happened. She put two and two together. You know, me not waking up and then, you know, stuff not working the day after. Okay. Because like, they couldn't figure it out. Like, like my… Um, may maaligid ba just background? No, no. It, it's, it's the cat. <laughs> Don't worry. Okay, okay. Then, like… Um, um, may din nala siyang mangkukulam. Yung driver niya who's a, who apparently is mangkukulam or witch doctor. I don't know what that Random but okay. Sa, may din nala niya din sa office na yun. That office by the way, it's um fourth, it's on the fourth floor of this low-rise okay. building. Okay. So no elevator. So there's a walk-up. Um, right? Okay. Um, so imagine bringing a CPU and monitors. Four flats of Larga. Any, anywho, um, so the, the driver was approaching the building palang, approaching the entrance to the stairs. Straight to stairs, eh, walang lobby or anything. He said, um, wag ka munang umakyat, minararamdaman na ako dito. Huh. And then, he went up, he went up the stairs. Alone. Went to the office. Alone. Then came back out. It's parang, okay, ganito. Uh, Kumuha ka ng papel, get pieces of paper, and write down all the names of the people who were here with you um, at the yeah. time. So he wrote down her name, my, the co-editor's name, the writer's name, my name. Mm. And then they went in together to the office. Mm. And then, tinanong niya, sino yung kaibigan mo dito? So the guy enters the room, goes up the loft, this second floor area in the office, and asks, sino kaibigan mo dito? Siya ba? The name of the director? No. Siya ba? Name of the co-editor. And finally, my name, Shaba. And then he felt something. And then he walks to a spot. And when he walks to this spot, and when he walked to that spot, namuti yung director ko. Why? Because it was because it was my spot. Like where you would sleep. Where no, where I worked. Oh. Yeah. And then sinin shabayin tag shabayin dito. Uh-huh. Holding up my name, she didn't know who. Sorry, I ruined the story. But she, he didn't, she didn't know what name was on the on the paper. paper. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's my name. And apparently, so he, she, the mangkukulam, asked that thing, that, that 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 being, what it was, and apparently it was a like a mischievous spirit. Mm-hmm. Na hindi taga dun sa building. Okay. It she. Because the building's new. Like, there's no reason for it to be haunted, right? It's like a relative, it's like a 10 year old condo mm. or office building. And then I could even point it out to you next time if we're <laughs> ever, if we ever find ourselves there. That one. <laughs> that one. Um, okay. Apparently, it was just this um, spirit that was roaming around Capitolio for whatever reason and saw me walking towards the building and realized, hey, I could play with him. What the hell, man? So, so, that, so that thing attached my attached herself to me, and then for the next four days, drained the living life energy out of me. And then 
apparently, kaya nagloko yung mga, yung machine, yung machine ng, ng co-editor ko nung Friday, on Friday was because nagtatampo siya. Kasi wala ka na doon? Kasi wala na ako doon. So, the, the Mangkukulam, which doctor, convinced that spirit to leave because I wasn't gonna come back. Mm-hmm. So, yon. What the, what the, what the hell? Took me, took that director long time to hire me again. <laughs> That's for sure. But, uh, comes yun. with uh, After, strings attached. Ito, itong editor yeah. nito. And I I remember re- feeling really drained and that entire uh. time. It was not enjoyable. Parang, parang when I realized that she won't get me for a while, okay lang kasi. Okay lang, man. Hindi siya natural eh. Then after that, you know, I asked a, sen- a friend who was sensitive to uh-huh. help me close my eye. So, right. There. So, but I mean, I'm glad it didn't follow you when you left, but why didn't it just follow you when you left? Because it expected me to come back. Uh, and it didn't know where you went after, so couldn't find you anymore. Parang ganon. Yeah. Parang ganon. Like, just like a real person. You know, I mean, they're, they're spirits. They're not psychics. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Ah, okay. But nobody so, yeah. else felt anything. Or uh, pagod no. din sila. No, no. Just me. Just me. Yeah, mm. like people were… Parang my director actually asked me at one point, but parang, parang pagod na pagod ka? Uh. So, I don't know. Could be the weather. Like, mainit. Kasi may mga spots dun sa loft na mainit. So, it could have been that. I mean, a counter explanation would be na it's really just badly insulated or badly ventilated at least. Was there any no. was there any explanation ever offered about when you like woke up and sat up with bloodshot eyes and stuff? That's never happened to me before and never happened to me since. Although I've slept walk. Funny story. Mm-hmm. I I slept walk once. Um, the, mm-hmm. My parents' bedroom when I was younger. I, I was like grade. I was thirteen years old, and mm-hmm. my younger brother was eight. Mm-hmm. Um, we used to sleep either in our parents' bedroom or. Our bedroom, shared bedroom, and the bedrooms doors would face each other. Okay. One time, my mom, yeah, my mom freaked out because Kasi. apparently we both slept, walked to sleep in the other bedroom. Like smug swap kami. But before that happened, um, and we don't, we both don't remember this. That's the freakiest thing. We the the um the doors opened at the same time. Okay, faced each other. My mom was watching this. Uh, like we faced each other, and then. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and then and me and we were both confused paano ko nalipat dito <laughs> so you just <laughs> <ako> nata- <laughs> okay. we had the conversation like yeah so I don't know maybe we're a family of sensitive freaks I don't, I don't know <laughs> but like did, so does your brother have dreams like this too would you know no. or anyone else in your uh, family uh I don't know I never um, we're a very pragmatic family. Sure. That's one thing you have to know about the Mauritius. Um, we're my my dad's from UP, my mom's social science from Miriam. You know, she's social services, um, social studies. Sorry, hmm. um, like the like my my mom's family is sort of religious. Mm-hmm. But the the next generations really didn't pick up pick up much on that. Mm. Now my dad's family, my dad's side, naman. Now they're very pragmatic, mm. like military family, mm. moved around a lot. You know, mm. like a gaggle of UP students who sure. leaned hard into being rationalists, alam Yeah. So there really is no, like there is no indication in my family that this has happened to anyone else. But I don't. 
So it's not something that you would talk about either. Yeah, and it's not something I would talk about until college. Because in college, that's where uh, apparently it happened to other people as well. But otherwise, no, no one to talk to. What do you no mean one. in college? That's when it happened to other people as well. I mean, it's that's in college. That's where I've you found met people. Out, uh, I've met people who are actual sensitives or uh. who have seen like I. One person I dated hallucinated their friends on a daily basis. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I know, right? I still can't figure it out until now. If Wait, they were imagining it or what? Hallucinated friends who existed or hallucinated yes. into existence ah. friends? No, no, no. Like hallucinated actual friends who were far away. Like they would imagine their friends like, like around, physical them. Front, around them, even though they were far away. What? And it would semi-freak her out. I... I I'm afraid to ask her. She's still a friend. I'm still. I'm afraid to ask her now what that what she meant by that, if she still remembers her visions. With all yeah. due respect, schizophrenia. Mm, I don't know. Maybe, but parang she seems fine now. So okay, I'm glad. Yeah, and it is something that as as college progresses, something she talked about less and less. So maybe it just went away. I don't know. Or doppelgangers. So many. Who knows, man? Who knows? <laughs> and you okay. Know, when, you walk, when you talk about when you talk about when you work in film too, you know you you hear a lot of things, a lot. Okay, well, let's unpack that. What are what is the worst thing you've heard working in film? Not necessarily having happened to you, or maybe having happened around you, or just heard the creepiest thing you've heard. Dami kasi, mm. but I really don't. I try not to store it anymore. Mm. But maybe one of the more like simp- like one of the more one of the easier stories to to uh, to replay mm-hmm. in my head is by that very same editor. It's funnily enough by that very same editor who I was with mm-hmm. in that office. Um, they were editing footage of a like an educational program TV. This was back in two thousand four. We mm-hmm. still shot on tape. You yeah. know. Mini TV, and they were shooting in an abandoned school. Why? An abandoned school because it because it's better, you know, you so that you have all the time in the world to shoot. Controlled environment, no Controlled kids running around yes. ruining the shot. Yes, sure. yes. So, um, kids were running around and ruining the shots anyway. What? <laughs> what do you mean? Like it would be on tape? This was a program. Starring priests, so priests. it was um, so it was like educational, spiritual. Okay, like okay, okay. So apparently they would be talking to the camera. It was like a weekly program. I won't expand, and like I don't wanna, I don't wanna call too much attention to it. But uh, there's some, sure. um, um, there was there will be instances. This is so foggy. I'm dredging it up through the mud. Now. Mm. there were instances of footage being ruined because. Apparently, they would be shooting in the first floor and then there's a second floor. May kumakalabog. Pero walang tao. Like, and then they would check and they would check the second floor and apparently, alam mo yung mga stairs that have gates, stairs that have bars so that you wouldn't… It's a school. So it's understandable that uh, there yeah, are la, yeah, areas like, that are barred off sure. during the night. And it was barred off. There was no possibility that there would be… Anybody up there like, because it's like… Footsteps. Yes. Tiny footsteps. Good times. Yeah, and then there was uh uh but there was this time that you know, that 
very same editor friend of mine. <laughs> this guy. Couldn't. You know, this guy. <laughs> no, I don't think so. He, he doesn't believe in that. Eh. I don't think so. He it doesn't so believe in it, him. but it happens around him. Y- yun nga eh. um, <laughs> there was this whole chunk of footage that he refused to touch. Parang, direct, direct, ayo kung gamitin to. It's parang bakit? Kasi mi nakita ko sa footage. And, um, oh, god damn. Blue, blue. <laughs> um, and he, uh, it's corroborated evidence. I have not seen it myself because I refuse to see it. Pass na, pass na. Um, there's this shot, okay. shot at night of a hallway in that uh-huh. school. Uh-huh. And um, you could see someone at the very end that tumawid. Okay. Okay, in wine, whatever, right? Sure. But, but, sobra silang, sobra silang natakot kasi if you go to that hallway and you look at where that thing or that person passed, it was a blank wall. So, walang, like, thoroughfare or like, walang, wala. Walang dederechohan. Walang kang dederechohan. And it's on tape. It's mini DV. It's digital. It can't be a fucking double exposure. What right. you see is what you get. So, there. It's <sighs> fine. You know, science says one thing that, you know, like spirits don't exist, but I don't know, man. What like, the I've hell was had, that, man? I've heard, I've heard experience. I've had experiences that can't quite be explained by science or rationality or the physical universe being merely physical. Yeah. Like, Has anything there. weird ever happened to you while you were shooting something? No. Okay. Well, for one, I don't shoot enough. I'm an editor. Mm. So, you know, but… No, no. I make sure I'm gonna, I make sure to follow the you know the basics like mm. ng, um up until people stop believing in it. I guess mm. you know we all grow out of it for some reason. Like mm. bawal magdala naman eh. what? otherwise balas. Yeah, you, you don't bring peanuts to a shoot because it's un, it's unlucky to bring really? peanuts on a shoot. Mm-hmm. Why? It's unlucky. Parang minamani mo yung set. Parang yun. It's that. like an, it's a or like if you want if you. Want good weather during a shoot? Mag-alay ka ng itlog? bilog. Gene bilog, tsaka itlog. At mag- mag- Bakit may gene bilog? Because they might like it. No, no. Ah. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Interesting, interesting. So, so yun. You follow those rules. You try to be… And you know, it It eases na rin the, the minds and the hearts of the more the more superstitious crew members. Sure. It's you na rin. You never know eh. Like, diba? I mean, if it as yeah. long as it doesn't hurt anyone and it's not like we're sacrificing virgins. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> holy crap, we're definitely not in that time or space anymore. I do know that um, there are certain productions that sacrifice chickens. Ah, uh, yeah, that was before, like Nikon long, long, long anymore. ago. Yeah, I mean, if you wanted, yeah, either the wet. It, it, was it because of what was it for weather or what I was think it for? May have success. been a mix of like weather, success, prosperity, but then just nothing will go wrong. It's like a version of fingers crossed, but bloodier with more feathers. This is not a goat. And if you can uh, eat the chicken, you probably couldn't eat the chicken after though. You had to leave it. Probably. Really? in death lang. pati manok. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, know. Works, I don't practice human animal sacrifice. I don't know religions. how this works. And I'm I'm glad that it was from long, long ago. I don't know if people still do it. Yeah. I just I've just heard of it. And like kind of similar to those um um superstitions where before you start like a major construction or if you but even like some people before they start like constructing a building or a house, um mm-hmm. 
they will, you know, mag-aalay, like they will sacrifice a chicken or like sacrifice. I think I've heard of a pig before, but that was like a oh, super yeah. traditional Chinese family. So I don't know if that had anything to do with it. Um, <laughs> I am per- super not surprised. Yeah, but like, personally, like in my, practices. yeah, personally in my family though, like it wasn't really anything like that. It was really more of just a, like there were coins that we would hide under the the foundation, like the foundation pillars. Mm-hmm. Um, and then during the house blessing, we would be given like a bunch of coins to scatter around the house and, and just sort of like make a lot of noise. And then whenever I would ask like, why are we doing this? It's so that the coins make so much noise and then you keep the coins where they land so that a lot of, a lot of noise just like happens and things are scared away or something. I don't know. And plus also it's money showering mm-hmm. around. So I don't know, like superstitions like that. There's a lot of those in our culture. And we still do it. I mean, the coins. I remember opening an office and we'd have coins in the corners for like the longest time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this cool. is, and the, our layouts would be so weird because of feng shui and then… Yeah, I don't super like… Un, I don't… Hmm. Yeah, and they're like experts in this, you know, like consultants who like do this thing. Like Henry. What's his name? The guy who said 2020 would be the most prosperous year. <laughs> For what? Long- COVID? Sienna, who's that? This is the feng shui. Anyway, so okay. Though I do have a question from something that you um, brought up earlier. You said that hmm. your thir- for, for a time, your third eye was open. But you said that you can't… Like seeing things is not in your like bag of tricks. So what did it mean for you to say that your third eye was open? I could feel like I could feel if a place was charged. Mm-hmm. Um, like so, something simple like, um, have you been to Corregidor? Of course. You remember the batteries? the Like the mounds of earth where they used to store the ammo, the shells. I don't remember that specifically. I just remember going through that like ridiculously dark tunnel and just being scared out of my mind. That's the Malinta. No, the, yeah, yeah. Not that. Not that's That's… That was suspiciously empty of whatever energy is. Talaga? Talk about. Pero, like, kasi they, I guess they blessed it na. Kasi there's a show eh. Parang, ano na, sanitized na siya. Pero like the the battery where it was like this mound of earth where they store mm. a lot of, a lot of the ammunition. Mm-hmm. And one of them was bombed. Like, natamaan, natamaan ang artillery directly, exploding Ula. it. And everyone inside died. Oh no. And so they rebuilt it. And so it's a, like this cavern, this small tunnel, this small cellar. And you can't pass it. Like there, it was so thick. Like there was a blanket of heaviness that I mm. could not walk through. I'm Right, you know? right, right. You know, that's so interesting that you said that the tunnel is empty of those specific energies. Because I do remember why I felt so uncomfortable in that tunnel was because it felt like a void. Not specifically that they're, you know, like the usual mumu, like heebie-jeebies. But yun yeah, it felt like a void. Like nothing was there. Like it was nothingness. Yeah. It was. Like it was, um, it was Disney-fied. Because the, the, the lights and sound show was in there. No, but I mean, aside from that lights and sound show, Saints. Saints. The feeling itself was empty. Like emptiness and like, I wouldn't say sadness. Pero parang sterile? Yeah, that's what it felt like. 
and I guess I felt better than the other place. Right. You know, na maybe I guess like I guess people experience it differently. I don't know. I don't know how to quantify feelings like this or or mm. sensations like this. But basically, if something's there, then I feel it. And then mm. if 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 it's something the opposite of that, I don't know. Maybe mm. I feel things differently. But yeah, like the tunnel. Is it the Malinta tunnel? Not sure. specifically that sure. Ton- yeah, but that tunnel felt loads better than the battery. Because it felt angry and mm. red and dark oh, and gosh. heavy. Ganun. Ganun. Right. And that's what I feel. Like that's like if if there is something in a room, like holy crap, um there's this there is this apartment that I stayed in for a while in Baguio, and there was uh, the person I was staying with was also sensitive, but they could see. And I could feel. So para kaming, you know, the blind. Tandem. The deaf leading the blind. But anyway. Because <laughs> um, they could see something in the top corner. What? Of the shadow. Like a child. What? Like a dark child. Like a dark child. But the top corner <laughs> of the ceiling? Parang ganun. Yung naka-ganun. Yung naka-spider-man. And Dude. I could feel it. Dude. So para, ang pangit Like imagine. Image. Like imagine. Like, like. Ganyan, dito. Here, here, here. Look at my screen. Look at my screen. Fuck, man. Like, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. So, for reference, for our listeners, Maui just points to a dark corner in his room and then made the position of whatever they saw and like, think, think, think hereditary. Um, <laughs> when, uh, yes. when Tita was like up on the ceiling being all like sneaky, that's, that, that's, that's the thing that he... Like posed as, oh, that's so stressful, mommy. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't see it. I didn't see this thing. I can't see. Okay, lang. But I, f- but I felt it. Like I felt this thing. Yeah. Why is it like, th- so? That strangely enough, that this isn't the first um, story that I've heard from Baguio about things on walls. Okay. This is like maybe the third. Like one was crawling across the wall, and then one was like. Like just hanging out, chilling. So great. Fun time. My room is so dark. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a high gain camera. That's why it's so bright. But it's actually very dark in here. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will warn you. <laughs> and so far, the only thing that's come in is is your your lovely child. We stop point. What the enough? <laughs> um, I don't know if we're editing this. <laughs> Going to edit this out because it's basically Keep just a in. minute of me. Like I'm doing the Spider-Man mm-hmm. thing right now. Yeah, and then like he's making his guy. eyes wider. Boom. Anyway, I don't know. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> good times. Um, right. So third eye feeling stuff, super sensitive. And then you you mentioned that later on when the thing happened to you uh, after that that birthday editing time. Um, that you had called someone to help you close it off. What was that like? What happened? You know what? I blocked it off. Really? I just, we just, um, we did the thing. I don't remember anymore. It was weird. Um, but we said a prayer, did a ritual. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. That's the funniest thing. Like, I don't remember mm-hmm. much about it. But then again, I blocked off a lot of things <laughs> from that era. So that's part of it. Mm. But we, it was a conscious effort to tell myself now in so many words, in so many rituals and motions, it was a conscious effort to tell myself not 
to take notice of these things anymore. Tama na. Yeah. And basically be invisible mm. to them. Mm. Yeah. That's interesting. Which is something yeah. we should do again just to be safe. You know, yeah. if you have any, like, if you're, like, I don't want to start seeing things again. Yeah. I like sleep. I, I like, like sleep too. Dreams. I like sleep too. Uh, you know, <laughs> we got to work in the morning. Yep. Anything else that you want to, like, talk about? Anything else that's weird that's ha- Has anything happened to you recently? Ever uh, since recently. you sort of shut that down? I guess, I guess I like in terms of narrative, like I always think of my life in terms of narratives and chapters mm. Mm. and stuff that in terms of what interests me. So like, for example, I'm a Mike Flanagan fan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. think, you know, like Haunting of Hill House, Bly Manor, and mm-hmm. then Midnight Mass, mm-hmm. and House um, Doctor Sleep, mm-hmm. all these movies. You know, like ultimately, ultimately what I gravitate towards isn't really the horror you know the horror is fun. You know the 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 scares, mm-hmm. the creep, the the feeling that you are just insignificant in compared to these cosmic beings. Mm-hmm. You know that's fun. That's that's exhilarating. Pero yung ultimate draw sa akin ng any story, whether it be horror or I'm a sci-fi guy more mm-hmm. than a horror guy. I'm a sci-fi guy. The biggest draw is always the human mm-hmm. emotions, mm-hmm. the humanity faced with that kind of inhuman adversity I think I've I know myself enough to know that that's what I am into the the how how this human how this human being will survive mm. despite everything that's going against him which supernatural is, otherwise which is basically yeah. the entirety of Hill House yes exactly and then with you like the house like literally mm. the house against the family right? mm. but then I guess that extends to how I, how I used to see them, like how I used to see the ghosts and the spirits mm. and the, like if they were ever human, mm. if they were ever feeling, thinking beings, and I think they still are. You know, like it's like mm. it's. I never thought of it as scary. Mm. I'm more scared of imaginary things, like seeing shadows jump out in the dark. Freak me out more just because I'm a nervous guy. Like I have anxiety. Ah, uh, okay. Jump scares. I hate jump scares. Okay. Like, I'm not that kind of thing. For me, they are, they are two distinct things. Like mm-hmm. I can watch a Stephen King movie that doesn't have any jump scares all day because it's not about the scary bits. Eh. It's about right. the it's about the human drama. It's right. about the human element. It's always about that. You know? Um, like I I never really thought about these experiences as scary. I never mm-hmm. thought about the, the the night terrors that I used to have as scary. Mm-hmm. I even controlled them to a point. Right? Mm-hmm. Like I had lucid dreams while having night terrors. Right. Weird kid. So it was never terrifying or um, scary for me. Because it was always centered around what whatever that was, was feeling. Whether I was feeling it or that spirit was feeling it. Right. And you know, like, I guess except for the Capitolio thing because that yeah. was scary because it was draining me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Iba But it wasn't scary because it was supernatural. It was scary because it was it was abuse. Yeah, of course. It was taking diba? something Parang, without your consent. Which something, yeah, yeah, which is, you know, which which a human would do, which a human can do. Right. So, yan. so, so it's always like you, that I always seem to frame like on instinct, I always seem to frame all of this in that context. The emo- uh, 
human emotion, human drama, human challenges. So mm-hmm. even if it's like that that thing that I dreamt, the hospital beds with the old man and the old woman, with the old man visiting the, I guess his wife. It wasn't scary to me. Mm. It was depressing because it was mm. so, it felt like I was at the end of my life visiting someone who's about to die. Mm. It wasn't terrifying because I dreamt a ghost. I mean, right. ghosts are there. Sure. It was just sad. Right, 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 right. So, yeah. huh. Super interesting. Okay. You know, ghosts are ghosts and spirits and ghosts and spirits and otherworldly beings are really just things that feel just like us. And hmm. some of them want to give you attention. Some of them don't. Right, right. I mean, that's a, actually a pretty different perspective from what I normally hear. Um, yeah. Why? What do you normally hear? <laughs> I mean, like, uh, it's either people are very, very scared or then, or like people go the hard opposite where, ah, that's not true. You know, that's crazy talk. Or, you know, parang, um, it's just, that's not a normal, like, parang, it's not something I hear very often. Like that perspective. That they are just like balls of feelings. Whatever those feelings might be. Well, if by the end of the universe, you know, we're all going the same way. Yeah, that's true. We're all <laughs> even just going to be balls of feelings. Yeah. Or we're all going to fizzle into nothing. Mm. Don't know. Mm. But I think we're all the same, man. For all we know, we're just the universe dreaming itself into existence. Mushrooms. Mushrooms. <laughs> That's going to be the title of this episode. Just mushrooms. Mushrooms. <laughs> anyway. one up and all that. In life, green mushrooms. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, thank you for joining us, Maui. Is there anything you want to share with the good people of the internet? What have you been up to? And where can people find you? Or the, find the right. stuff that you do? Okay. Um, my Instagram is private. I'm not really a social media kind of person. Fair enough. That's not my jam. But we do have a website. It's playgroundinc.co. So if you're a company or an agency looking for a post house to edit your videos, you know, come drop us a line. We do have been we have been getting a lot of scammers lately. Really? And, um, yeah. The you know the email that you've copyright you've used copyright oh, whatever whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, we haven't. We pay for everything. There's yeah, so visit our website, mm-hmm. playgroundinc.co, not com, mm-hmm. co. And I'm also part of Team Lenny. I'm the lead video producer. Mm-hmm. So if you want to volunteer, you can drop me a line. No, <laughs> go look for the page <laughs> and drop us a line there. So we that's on Facebook, facebook.com slash Team Lenny. Team Lenny Robredo, www.facebook.com slash Team Lenny Robredo. Yeah, dude. I don't know about the personal political affiliations of my listeners, but what I do know is that we just need to get out of this pandemic and it's whatever we've been doing like right now, it's not working. So guys. Yeah, it's super not working. Yep. We just we just need so, a new plan. Well, that's how we all feel, man. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Oh, and um, by the way, just as a side note, um, on Playground, tried and tested by myself for day job. Five stars. Would recommend. Thank you so much for that <laughs> recommendation. Thank you so much. Yes. Okay. 
So this has been Grimcast Manila with your host, Antoinette. You can find more episodes on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, YouTube, and everywhere you find your podcasts. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Grimcast Manila. Join the group, facebook.com slash Grimcast, a group for ghosts and ghouls. Grimcast Manila is a podcast of creepy stories from around the metro and is produced, recorded, and distributed by Big Baby Studios. Find out more about our other shows on Big Baby at itsabigbaby.com or facebook.com slash Big Baby Studios. Thank you.